so when Bella was um, chosen not to actually shoot in the bikini, homegirl threw a tantrum. And mind you, I was maybe like 11 at the time, she was 10. Um, 10 year old throwing a tantrum about not being able to wear a bikini. So that whole thing happens and they eventually um, change her back into the bikini and let, er, uh, no, sorry, wrong. They, uh, she tried on the bikini again and took a couple shots and then they ended up being like, no, okay, now Lily wear the bikini. And since she threw a, a tantrum the first time, her, like, Bella left. She left the shoot. <laughs> so it was like, wow, you didn't wear what you wanted to wear. And then also made the girl who was actually in it feel inferior because you wanted to wear the bathing suit. Um, like, at that point, I was like, damn. Like, she has a lot of power. Like, her, her mom just kind of, like, bowed to what she, she wanted to leave. Um, it's a very interesting interaction. Um, I met her. Uh, it was funny. She was like, I also modeled with her brother and had met her sister and her parents. All sweethearts. Okay, her brother maybe a little bit of a dick, but we were like, what, 12? So he, I feel like he had a pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, they're an interesting family. And like I said too, like, I told this funny story just because I think it's, it, it was just like, she was 10, she's through tantrums, pretty normal. But normally, like, my, my mom would be like, this, you're at work really like are you gonna throw tantrum because you're not in the bikini like get off your high damn high horse right but no she's like she was not happy because she left <laughs> i was like all right i guess that's how things work like did you not have a whole ass shoot to take like other shots to have so then we just kind of like made it work with who was left but it was definitely like a, everyone was like wow all right, that happened. Like, <laughs> so definitely. Uh, also, too, like the fact that she was, she got the staff to actually let her take, like, get Lily to change out of it and put it on her anyway. Like, I was like, whoa. Like, these people just kind of like do what this girl says. She's 10. She, you don't have to, she's working for you. You don't have to put her in that bikini at all. You know, like, first of all, she's 10. Why is she whining about being in bikini or not? Like, it's just like a whole kind of like, wow, that's that's the industry. And that's like one of the issues is, is the, te the temperament of the kids, whether or not their, their parents pay attention to that temperament. Um, yeah, I think it allows for a lot of ne like negligence to the children of the parents who like put them in it um like i said there's a lot of moving pieces and there's a lot of things that could slip between the cracks and the one that goes most untouched is the the mental state or the emotional state of the child you know so yeah
So yeah, another question I had for you is, um, being an Asian American, and within your culture, did you receive a lot of backlash from hanging with other cultures of people? And how did that affect you coming up as a kid? And oh yeah. Hold up, hold up, and and to add on to that, um, do you feel like you relate more to black to to black people and under um trying to understand there's where they're coming from, or do you feel like their their walk of shoes is not your walk of shoes? And I want you to be honest. Yeah. Um. So. One thing that my, um, sorry, uh, one thing that my dad also made me eat, breathe, and sleep was basketball. So, like, um, even though I didn't go to school regularly, I played peewee ball. I played rec. Um, and then once I, I stopped modeling because for two reasons because I got into high school and I wanted to play basketball and go to college so um, like I had invested so much of my life in one thing that I loved and of course I wanted to experience being normal but I also like I had a big brain I wanted to go to school um, and I also since growing up in a western culture I was pushed to go to college I was told that that was my ticket to independence and freedom. Um, fat lie, by the way. Um, uh, I honestly like grew up mostly like my friends from home were my basketball friends or were family friends that I grew up with and my dad grew up in sports he always was an athlete um, so a lot of my circle is black people Vietnamese and mostly minorities so that's why I'm super big on like minority business support and because I even though I didn't necessarily have to walk the steps of that these families took like I would need carpools to to practice so then I would end up going home with you know like my my black family uh, we would literally call them like there we were fam each other's family we'd take turns like going making dinner for each other my dad grew up in like really south of San really really south San Diego by the border and in a in like a cul-de-sac where he literally like lived with all these different cultural families and they would take turns making dinner kind of a, a bigger version of what i experienced right so like but he actually suffered with them he actually had to be in and my dad if you if you see my dad my family he's um black passing he's been pulled over in his hammer before because they thought he was black and jailed the same night for really no reason um, I look very Korean. I'm not. I'm. I'm. Fil I'm Filipino. My mom looks Spanish and French. 
so like all of us are kind of a little bit melting pot indigenous looking um and we all are mistaken for different races because we have like a very melting pot culture we're filipino you know we were colonized by everybody so we have a little bit of like experience and culture everywhere and then because we didn't really have a voice anywhere my dad went into sports you know and and his athletic his athletic ability and his ability to do math got him through school um like i didn't grow up around a lot of asians in my youth um besides my family uh so i really think that my grandma was the reason why i was able to retain my culture um because whenever my my parents were taking my other siblings jobs i'd stay with my grandma um and yes all my other siblings modeled with me so mind you we're family of seven all five kids were modeled and um like it was just it was really I think that I kind of experienced things backwards um, than anyone. I, I I can't say that I think I have a similar like experience because even my like I experienced being a minority in kind of a backwards way, right? I experienced diversity and acceptance and culture first. I experienced working with a bunch of different people and being seen as just a person, and then going without it, like coming home and being strongly labeled as other and like no matter where I went I was either like oh you're other because you're an entertainer or you're other because you're not you're too Asian or you're other because you're too American like I'm I was never enough for like anybody in any group so I never really felt like I belonged to any specific group and when you're young and you don't have a, a hold on your identity and are still dealing with all these like traumatic um, societal bonds that like people put on you, you you crumble. You know you don't have you don't have. Yeah, man, this is a good podcast, and um, she got a real interesting story. She deep, and um, yeah. Yeah, no, those type of pressures. I have. Huh? Oh, yeah, you had kind of went on pause for a minute. But, um, no, nah, so you're saying suicidal thoughts? Yeah. Um, so, so oh, oh. I, I believe that we're all like beings of energy. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. So, what I want to say is, um, that's why I think that, like, what was so I got a, a two part I got I got two questions to ask you. What what was your biggest I mean I know cuz you give me you're saying you and I hear it over and over that you're saying like you felt like an outcast. And um have you ever suffered from any type of suicidal thoughts or things? And um, how old is your son? Yeah, um, so, yes, I definitely suffered from those suicidal thoughts and stuff. Um, I have depression 
chronic depression. I have an autoimmune disorder and I'm severely chemically disbalanced. So, um, but I'm very sensitive, I would say, to um, energies and just like difference of, of that sense. So, like, um, when I have suicidal thoughts, I know it's because my energy is bad. I know it's like, and those thoughts, they come, and we're allowed to claim our thoughts. That's something that I think that people don't take charge of enough, because we are not aware we have that power, right? Sometimes, uh, like, like, I always think back to the Garden of Eden, right? Like, literally, Adam and Eve were given everything, and then Eve is bopping around in, in the garden, and then the snake goes, like, she catches the snake's vibe right the snake goes did he really say it like that and all she had to do was like she could have been like no I didn't I trust God bye I'm gonna bop around the garden you know but no she stayed there she caught a vibe and there's a, actually a verse in it that said after the serpent told her she went and inspected the fruit and saw that it was good for, for food so basically that meant the serpent planted the vibe in her, and then she went and tested the vibe. She was like, hmm, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna go and question this because you're, you know, I'm catching your vibe. Like, I get to claim my thoughts. So whenever I hear thoughts in my head, like, I wanna kill myself, it's not worth it. Oh, automatically I know, like, I'm a boss bitch, that doesn't belong here. Whatever the fuck tried to put that in my head, you don't belong here. That's not mine. And you have to be that assertive with your thoughts because sometimes we're so, like, susceptible to, like, especially I'm an empath, so naturally sometimes it's even hard for me to differentiate my emotions from other people's. Um, sometimes I just feel so much, like, their discomfort and I care so much about it that I think it's mine. Um, but that's not true, you know, like we have to be, you have to, again, you're, it's really important for any industry, but specifically this one, to know who the fuck you are, no matter what anybody says about you, no matter what anyway throws your way. Um, but yeah, um, and my son is six, 